Hello and welcome to another episode of Chip Shots. I'm your host, Gary Mack. Hope everybody had a great week out there. Actually, a uh, couple of weeks. Feeling a little under the weather last week, but uh, back this week to bring you highlights. Yes, highlights of the Ryder Cup. The USA <sighs> beat Europe 19 to 9. In a beatdown in just a wonderful Ryder's Cup this year. And they win the Cup back. And from uh, they won this on Friday. I mean, they came out smoking. They had lost five of the last six matches. Nine of the last 12. And they themselves, the USA team, was pasted by Europe in 2018 in Paris, but it didn't matter. They came out, and two-time major champion and Ryder Cup rookie Colin Morikawa provided the clinching point for the U.S. with his tie against Victor Hovland. The final score was, as I said, 19-9, and that's the largest margin of victory since all of Europe joined the Ryder Cup in 1979. After two decades of being pummeled by Europe, the U.S. has now won two of the last three matches, and let's hope that's uh, uh, something that we're going to keep up with after surging out to a six to two lead on friday the u.s was relentless and ruthless went up nine three saturday morning and took a substantial 11 to five advantage into sunday's singles action that was the largest lead held by the u.s going to the final day since 1979 and Saturday afternoon was key as well because it looked like Europe was mounting a comeback and uh, the U.S. was able to hold them off, get two points, and to go into Sunday with that 11-5 advantage. And that was a big advantage. Uh, they had to get three and a half points out of a possible 12, and uh, they just came out blazing and uh, it, it was a resounding uh, victory, and it started early after Rory McIlroy put Blue on the board with his win against gold medalist Xander Shoffley in a leadoff match. The Americans became a Stars and Stripes wrecking ball by winning five of the next six matches and halving the other. Rookie Pant, uh, Patrick Cantley, the reigning FedEx Cup champion, uh, he beats Shane Lowry, then a Bryson DeChambeau, who drove the first tee uh, on uh, number one on uh, the course at Whistling Straits. He defeated Sergio Garcia, the all-time points leader in Ryder Cup history, three and two. Uh, then Morikawa got the clinching half point. Uh, Brooks Kepka beat a Burnt Wiesberger. Justin Thomas uh, beat Terrell Hatton, and then Dustin Johnson made it 17 and a half, six and a half with a one up win against Paul Casey. And then Jordan Spieth, he halved his match with Tommy Fleetwood and rookie Daniel Berger in the anchor position, polished off the route with a 
one-up win against Matthew Fitzpatrick. Overall, Dustin Johnson won, went 5-0 and and got the uh, Jack Nicholas Award, and Sergio Garcia got the Tony Jacklin Award for Best Sportsmanship and uh, camaraderie and most valuable player, I guess, sort of thing. But Dustin Johnson was unbelievable. Uh, 5-0, and played in all five matches, won all his matches, and just uh, was terrific all week and uh, really was deserving of uh, the honor that he got. So congratulations to the USA team. They really did it. As I said, they had this team attacked, and uh, they attacked early and often. And the key is, you know, in these things is to try to build up a lead on Monday, on Friday. And that's exactly what they did. And they continued it on Saturday. They did not let the momentum slip and um, continued the assault on Sunday. Um, you know, I, I got to admit, one of the key matches there was Scotty Scheffler against John Rahm. And, and when I looked at the initial matchups, I thought for sure that, uh, you know, Scotty's a good player, but he, Rahm was number one. And, and he, you know, he's playing well. And he played well on Friday and Saturday, John Rahm did, uh, paired with Sergio Garcia for the most part. And, uh, but Scotty took it to him. He, he, he built up a four-hole uh, lead right in the beginning and uh, held on and won four and three. So congratulations. Uh, you know, it was just a magnificent performance. He played awesome on that uh, singles match, and they all did it. They all did Even Xander Shoffley, that match was back and forth. I, I, you know, he played well. I mean, uh, he, you know, McElroy had not done anything all week. He had struggled mightily and was determined to get a point at least out of this, and uh, he did his job. Look, he's, he's a great player. And, uh, you know, Shoffley gave him a battle. It, it was close, but Shoffley gave him a battle. And uh, it didn't turn out for him this time. But, um, uh, you know, it was good to see Jordan Spieth. That match went ha- back and forth, and they have. And, and look, all the rookies, Harris English played well in the foursomes uh, uh, and in the singles. And Daniel Berger played well. Colin Morikawa, we said, played well. Um who else was a rookie? I'm thinking off the top of my head. Shambo not a rookie, but he played well. Uh, uh, Kepka, again, not a rookie, but he played uh, well all week. Um, you know, it was just, uh, this is the turning corner, perhaps. Uh, a new youth movement. In uh, Oh, Cantley. Cantley played well, too, all week. Of course, he's been hot. Uh, the tail end of the season. So it was good to see him continue that right into the Ryder Cup. So um, they all played well. And, uh, you know, you could see a different spirit, a different attitude. One of them was quoted as saying that it was like the President's Cup, and they always play well in the President's Cup. So maybe we've turned the page here now, and that's the attitude they have to take. That uh, you know, it's it's similar to the President's Cup, and don't don't get uh, 
don't get yourself too uh, hung up on, on stuff and just go have fun, have a good time, enjoy your teammates, and go out and play good golf. And, and boy, they, they, were, they were awesome. They really attacked, played well, and it was fun to watch. But there was other action as well. You know, the uh, PGA Tour Champions was in action, and K.J. Choi shot a closing four under 68 on Sunday for a two-shot victory over Bernhard Langer and Alex Checa at the Pure International Championship at Pebble Beach for his first PGA Tour Champions win. Choi reeled off four consecutive birdies on number five to eight and played the front nine in five under. The South Korean had eight pars and a bogey on the back nine for a 13 under 203 total in his first victory since 2011 at the Players' Championship. The 64-year-old Langer, who has 41 PGA Tour Champions wins, had an uneven final round of four under 68 that included seven birdies, a bogey, and a double bogey. The 50-year-old Cheka, who has two victories on the over 50 tour, started quickly opening with three straight birdies and four in the first five holes. He went on to to bogey number six and eight and played the back nine in two under for 68. Choi, an eight-time winner on a PGA Tour, had a previous best finish on the senior circuit of a tie for second at the 2020 Sanford International where he lost in a three-man playoff. With his second-place finish, Langer, the event's 2017 champion, moved past Jim Furyk and Jerry Kelly into first place atop the Charles Schwab Cup standings as the season winds down. Scott Dunlap finished fourth at 10 under after a final round of 6 under 66. Steve Aker, 67, and Paul Stankowski tied for fifth, another stroke back. So congratulations, KJ Choi, with a victory. KJ, uh, a popular character. And uh, well-liked on the PGA Tour. And now he's got his uh, first PGA Tour Champions win as he uh, turned 50 and went on that tour. And what about Bernhard Langer? This guy just never stops. 64 years old. And 41 tour victories. And he's still up there fighting every week. Um Man, he is something to watch and uh, uh, something to see. Yeah, really, he's a terrific golfer and a Hall of Famer, and deservedly so. And after a pair of aces in two days, Nasa Hatoka couldn't have made it look easy to start the Walmart Northwest Arkansas Championship. It didn't end that way, though, as a shaky three-putt par on the last hole gave Hatoka the one-stroke cushion needed to collect her fifth career title. The powerfully petite Japanese player finished at 16 under for the week at Pinnacle Country Club in Rogers, Arkansas. Minji Lee put a solid stroke on a final birdie attempt that skid by the hole to finish tied with Yoon Hee Ji at 15 under. Chi got up and down from a greenside bunker behind the green using only her putter. Daniel Kang and Yakasaso both shot 65 to finish in a share of fourth. Uh, 
Sasso carded two eagles on Sunday, including a sensational approach shot into the 18th with a five wood that stopped four feet from the, the of the hole. After a month uh, off from the tour, she was pleased with the week, and rightfully so. Take a month off, uh, get a fourth place finish, and to hit some shots like that, that's pretty dang good. So uh, congratulations to all of them and Anana Hatoka back in the winning circle. And uh, two aces, two aces in, in one da- in uh, in a tournament. That's that's pretty cool. I'll tell you that much. I'm still looking for my first, but uh, that's pretty neat. All right, let's take a break and be back right after this. Sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-619-6341. That is the voicemail hotline if you'd like to leave a question a comment anything at all just call that number 516-619-6341 and we'll play it on the air or if you'd like to be old-fashioned and send me an email send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com that's talkinggolf at gmail.com Okay, and we're back, and it's time for... It's time for the Golf News of the Week. All right, and in the Golf News of the Week, Patrick Cantley. Cantley? Cantley. Was voted PGA Tour Player of the Year by his peers, capturing the Jack Nicholas Award, which could be seen as a referendum on how players value winning the FedEx Cup. His solid year became so much more over the final two weeks of the season when Cantlay won a six-hole playoff at the BMW Championship over Bryson DeChambeau and then captured the FedEx Cup with a one-shot victory over John Rahm in the Tour Championship. So uh, Patrick Cantlay is your PGA Tour Player of the Year. Swing instructors and putting coaches working with American team members of Whistling Straits had to pay their own way this week while coaches working with European players have their expensive covers. Is there any controversy that came out of the Ryder Cup year was that the the swing coaches and the putting coaches did not uh, get paid by uh, the uh, PGA to go with um, to go with their players and um, Access is another thing that they complained about. I I don't know what to say about that. I, I guess they really should have their swing coaches there, but um, these guys make pretty good money. I mean, you know, what's another? The players should be able to, you know, pay for their swing coaches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's expensive, but. You know, maybe the PGA will allow it next year and cover it um, the next time in Rome um, when they play in 2023, the Ryder Cup. But that's a tough one to call. You know, do you need your swing coaches? Now, Justin Thomas, uh, his father is his swing coach. 
and always has been, and he could not make it because he had a blood clot, and uh, they cleared it up, but they were afraid about travel. He couldn't travel after uh, having that so soon. So he was not there. He would have been there as a family member probably anyway with uh, um, with Justin. Uh, he's always there. It's surprising that he wasn't. But as I said, he had a blood clot and they didn't want him to travel. And in some sad news, professional golfer Bruce Fleischer, longtime Palm Beach Gardens, Florida resident, died Thursday after a long battle with cancer. He was 72. Few golfers enjoyed the second chance nature of the PGA Tour Championships more Champions Tour more than Fleischer after winning just once on a PGA Tour in more than 400 tries. He won his first two starts on the 50 and older circuit in 1999 and and claimed 18 total titles, including the 2001 U.S. Senior Open. So our condolences go out to the Fleischer family. Bruce Fleischer, uh, dead at the age of 72 after a long battle with cancer. And uh, rest in peace, Bruce. All right, let's take another quick break and be back with the schedule right after this. Sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-619-6341. That is the voicemail hotline. If you'd like to leave a question, a comment, anything at all, just call that number, 516-619-6341, and we'll play it on the air. Or if you'd like to be old-fashioned, and send me an email. Send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com. That's talkinggolf at gmail.com. Okay, and we're back. And one thing I forgot to mention that, remember the big uh, uh, feud between Bryson DeChambeau and uh, uh, Brooks Kepka? Well, they shook hands and hugged it out. So maybe uh, they uh, they did call a truce for the Ryder Cup. And maybe it'll carry over the good feelings uh that they both had after winning. So uh, we can take that controversy off the books and forget about that for a while. So uh, some more good coming out of the Ryder Cup. Okay, uh, on the schedule, on the calendar for next week, PGA Sanderson Farms Championship. And Sergio Garcia is the defending champ there. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau will not be there because he's going to participate in the World Long Drive Championship. So uh, he's not going to be there, but uh, everybody, uh, a lot of the guys will be there and uh, uh, should be an interesting tournament. The Champions Tour is taking a week off. And the LPGA is in action in my neck of the woods up in, uh, uh, well, it's a bit of a ride, but it's it's uh, in New Jersey at the ShopRite Classic presented by Acer in 
and they are playing that in Galloway, New Jersey. And Mel Reed is the defending uh, HUD title at that event. And the European Tour is in action, and they're playing a fun one. They're playing at the Old Course, St. Andrews, yeah. Uh, and it is the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship. And if I'm not mistaken, they get a lot of uh, celebrities. They have a, a pro-am in that, I think. And um, I remember a bunch of celebrities being there one year. So uh, that's a terrific event. And that's on the European tour. So they should have a great week there. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you'll uh, hit that subscribe button and smash that like button. It helps us to grow the show and to uh, attract new listeners and feeds the YouTube uh, beast, if you will, the analytic beast. So I hope you'll... do that and i hope you'll you'll listen to the audio podcast if you don't like video sitting through you want listen to the audio podcast of the uh of of this uh chip shots and it's available on uh apple Podcasts, google podcasts uh wherever you get your podcast from we are on there so uh please check out chip shots on those things as well and i'll be back next week and remember as you walk down the fairways of life you must smell the roses for you only get to play one round have a great week everybody and i'll see you next time on another edition of chip shots (laughs) 